Well met and greetings, travelers of the internet. Welcome to Nerdarchy the Podcast. What is Nerdarchy, you ask? We are a small cadre of funny-shaped dice enthusiasts who like to play make-believe using role-playing games, such as Dungeons and or Dragons. You can find us on the internet at youtube.com slash nerdarchy and all the social medias at nerdarchy. You are now listening to Nerdarchy Year One, our first year of content put together in a longer podcast format. And now, without further ado, welcome to Nerdarchy Year One. Hi, welcome to Nerdarchy, for nerds by nerds. Today we're going to regale you with Tales of the Bard. I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues, Dave, Ted, Nate. I guess I should introduce myself as Ryan, the entertainer. Right. <laughs> You're the entertainer? I guess. Yeah. Not the exotic kind. Yeah. Entertainment from <laughs> Four Nerds by Nerds? Four Nerds mm-hmm. by Nerds. I didn't say that. You uh, did. Yeah, Maybe? I yeah, think I said that. All right. So, in the comments below. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us if you said it or not. <laughs> Even though we could just go back and watch it. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Bard, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons. What do we think? They sing, they dance. Or they could to. be exotic performers. They cast spells. They, <laughs> <ask>. <laughs> they could totally be stripping their way to inspiration. <laughs> they, yeah. they, you know, they, they could perform with, uh, you know, poles. W- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say with weapons or with words. You know, yeah, the, no. the guy in uh, in your fifth edition campaign, I had no idea he was a bard. You know, he's decked out in weapons and armor, and the next thing you know, he just starts prattling on about this story. He's got a 10 charisma. I don't think he knows he's a bard. He's not, right here. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that kind of bard. Yeah, we're going to have to delve into that at some point. How are you a bard? You have a 10 charisma, and, and you pass yourself off as a guardsman successfully. Yeah. So, these are the most generic bard of all the editions, I think. They're the most bardy of bards. They've really captured the essence of the bard. Bardastic. With so you're saying they're generic, but in a good way. In a good way, yeah. You know, I think you know they sh- this, what they strove through for throughout the editions of Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder is you know for that that jack of all trades, master of none feel, which they they kind of completed that in the sense that the bards were never really good at anything, mm. you know. But I don't feel that way about this bard. This bard, you can you can get into this bard and play this bard, and this bard is a full blown uh, spellcaster too. Yes, yeah. It's not spellcaster light in previous editions. Right. You know they have a very uh, selective spell list. You know mostly illusion, enchantment, charm, and then you know with uh, the the sonic type stuff you would expect from a from a bard. There's some good damage spells in there, yeah, unlike yeah. some of the other classes that have, you know, that non arcane you know uh, situation. They do get unique spells, whereas in previous editions, you know, those were you know few and far between. You know, now it's just like, okay, yeah, that's clearly a bard spell. Yeah, every everybody's got unique spells in fifth edition, pretty much. I right. mean, if they have their own spell list, at least a handful of spells on there are exclusive to that to that class. I mean, that's one of the things that uh that that I love and 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 I disdain at the same time, right? Because I'm like, Ensnaring Strike is such an awesome spell for my druid that can't cast it. Well, <laughs> except for now with with the bard, the awesome thing is you can make any spell become your spell, too. I mean, if we're on the subject of spell casting, it's not something you get until later on, unless you go to the, the College of Lore. But 
the fact that you can make any basically you you can put like six different spells from from any list and make them a bard spell. So you could get in staring strike as say as a bard. As as say the College of Valor, you know, like they they're yeah. probably more apt to go and mix it up anyway. Yeah. That's true, but I almost I mean it's feel not like, it's not optimal, but you could. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like it, what do you, when do you get that at tenth level? Well, yeah, the first one you get a 10th, yeah. Yeah, so I have a feeling you're not going to take probably, the first level spell. Although, yeah. you can rearrange your spells. Yeah. Um, so, you, you could do it. And it's not bad, because it is an extra effect and extra damage on a spell that's a bonus action to cast. Right. Right. Which is which is kind of cool. And is it one of those scalable spells you can cast at higher level? Is that... It's probably got some scaling. Really. Uh, and Snaring Strike may or may not. I am not yeah, positive not, on that. I'm not super familiar with that spell. So not... Some of the ones that you can target one guy, you get you to know, target multiple I'm pretty multiple sure it probably you, it is because the, the, the ranged version of it, the something Hail Thorns or whatever, that mm -hmm. one lets you scale it. So you probably okay. could. Yeah, but the Snaring Strike is more of a control thing where you're restrained. You, know, you hit them, you do your damage, you might do some extra damage. You cast a spell at the slot of second level or higher, the damage increases by d6 for each slot beyond the first. Yeah, and most of them, it's just it's a it's bit of a damage creep is what tends to happen anyway. But the really nice thing is you can pick, as a 10th as level bard, you can pick 5th level spells. Yeah. And so oh, yeah, some of the fifth level spells yeah. and other other classes that you know have available to you. Well, really the other aggressive. thing too is like most of the spellcasters that have spells known, when they gain new spell levels, they can swap out. Mm -hmm. So they can change they can change the ones, which is kind of weird in itself in some ways, but you know it does offer that layer of flexibility. Um, but you know, and but spells is only like one part of the bard. There, there's a lot of other stuff going on there. They definitely incorporated all the. The, the performance stuff from previous editions. Mm -hmm. And depending on what college you go, determines what you can do with it. Like, there's this generic pool of stuff where, you know, you're just giving bonuses to other people or increasing their healing during a rest. But then in addition to that, you know, each college has their own special thing. Well, should we start off with the basics and the fact that, you know, you get three music instruments and three proficiencies of choice? You mean three skills? Yeah. Three Three skill proficiencies. Right, right. So I mean that's cool because you can build, you know, so any you kind can, of bard you want. Yeah, you can do you can do anything and then, you know, if you actually wind up going with the College of Lore, you double that. So you get another three uh, skill proficiencies. If you count the instruments. And then, you know, you're gonna get four unless you get languages from your from your um, you're background. Gonna get, you're gonna get two from the background. Well, well you're also gonna get two tools. Unless they're languages. You're right. It depends how the mix is distributed between languages, yeah. tools, and... Uh, I think languages and, and tools are pretty equivocal, and skills are a little, you know, like, they're kind of a little higher tiered. Yeah, definitely. Unless you're, like, talking, unless you're talking about thieves tools. I think they're a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, a little, but they're still lumped in with all tools, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Really, yeah. So. so, but essentially, th this edition of the Bard is the ultimate skill monkey. Yeah. They're, especially if you go College of Lore. Right. Now, if you go the other way, College of Valor, instead you you got to deal with just getting weapon proficiencies and armor and shield. shield. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, it, you wind up getting a little bit of there. You know, at 6th level with the College of Valor, you wind up getting that extra attack, which is only a level behind the fighter. So it's not too bad. I mean, you're not winding up getting, you know, the, the fighting style. But you're still a full caster. So you're, you're full still caster, a full caster that gets an extra right. attack at 6th level. Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, too. Although they could have probably given it to at 5th, but I mean, the Warlock can get it at 5th. 
Right. Um, and also, uh, you get better you get better armor as the uh, Valor, right? Yeah, so you wind up getting medium armor and shield. You still don't get the and martial weapons, but you don't get the heavy armor. But you know that's what feats are for. But what, yeah, one of the cool things that the Valor get. I actually I actually like the Valor, but I think the lore is way better. Yeah. Uh, um, I agree. The the Valor you also get. I don't know which level, fourteenth level maybe, where you can cast a spell and use your bonus action to make an attack. Right. Yeah. It almost gets gets a little bit of that like blade singer feel, you know, the Elven prestige or kit or whatever that you could do. Thing the, that they had once yeah, upon a time. Once in a some second edition, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, and so that that's kind of cool. You can drop a fireball on someone's face and then stab them. Yeah, that's the other College of Valor's battle magic, fourteen yes. level, which is pretty good. And so it says, what does it say under under that? You get a bone bonus action. You can make a an attack. At 14th level, you have mastered the art of weaving spellcasting and weapon into a single harmonious act. When you use your action to cast a bard spell, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. Okay. Uh, the reason why I ask is the, the, the it's real subtle in 5th edition, but the language is very specific. It's, very, it's a little lawyer, because like, you could tell, like, all right, they changed this around a little bit. Well, but. yeah, but they, they they do that for the reason, for the lawyers, I think, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Because know, there is some instances, because like, if it said... As a bonus action, you can take your attack action. Well, that, that would means you can attack twice that because be, of the six yeah, level thing. Right? Yeah, that would be all your attacks, but yeah. it's only the one. You can you can use a weapon, make one weapon attack. It yeah, specifically specific. says one. Look, you cheating worst bastard! You can only get one weapon attack. All right, you know what you're yeah, up to. And and they're they're very clear. Like you know, when you get something, it's it's as a bonus action, or it's incorporated within the action. It's only one. It's not. Or, you know. or you can't stack unarmored uh, defense on unarmored defense, or uh, any of the things we've tried whoring over. There's a rule saying you can't do that yeah. somewhere. Specifically. It says, Nerdarchy, you cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, to, to an extent, I mean, with as long as we played 3-5, you know, we're always looking for those things that work well together, both thematically and mechanically. You know, mechanically. And it's like, oh, well, how can I combine things? And I'm still... I'm still used to looking for that. The, the combining things in this edition is like the suboptimal thing to do. <laughs> it's like no, 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 you can't do that, or you don't want to do that. And I'm like, you oh. can, no, you, there's not too much you can't do that. It's that you, it's not, it's not the, the overpowered optimal well, I mean, thing to do. Especially when you're talking about, you know, your stat bumps are happening within four level blocks of your specific class. You know, it, like it makes multi-classing a lot less attractive. Now, what I would probably do is just, if I'm going to multi-class, just make all those those classes in, like, four-level blocks or whatever, so this way you're always getting your stat bump. But Or you could just play the bard that has a bit of a well, feeling always, of everything. You can always dip into one level of one class one time, and it doesn't affect your adjustment by much, only by a level. By a level, yeah. Because your last stat, of, stat bump comes at 19th. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so if you dip into something else... Just once, yeah. That makes sense. It, it kind of works. Well, yeah, yeah. Although, then it's going to preclude you from getting the level 20 whatever if the thing was really cool for the But, I mean, if you're in multi-class, that, that's going to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're well, Yeah. And if you, you got you, up to 19th yeah. level, what's the chance? I mean, maybe you'll get to 21st when there's a 21st available, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's it. You, well, you know they're going to come out with the epic level handbook or whatever it's going to be called. The more epicer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> epicists. Yeah, that's right. 
Because, I mean, you know, when, once Epic became into the popular lexicon, like, Epic's become less Epic if right, everything so is Epic. Since we're talking yeah. 20th level, 20th level, superior inspiration. At 20th level, when you roll initiative and have no uses of Bardic inspiration left, you regain one use. So you just burn them all. So if you, if you just <laughs> continually burn your inspiration every round, you always you know, have you always Well, have you it. only roll per... Yeah, you only roll initiative Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, see, again, trying to... Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too is that um, at a certain level, bards also um, I think is a fifth level font of inspiration. They, you know, they no longer um, well they no, get it back as a short rest instead of a long rest. Right, yeah, right. so they it bumps up their inspiration by a lot. Yeah, and when you have a charisma better than a ten, man, you get so much inspiration. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you have like a 20, 20 charisma, so you can easily drop inspiration. You know, like 10, 15 times a day. Like that's pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, and I love how the mechanic works too. I like I like the fact that it's a bonus that you give to somebody else. They have ten minutes to use it however they want. And it's just extra, you know, an extra die roll, whether it's on damage, whether it's for a skill check to hit, to armor class. I mean, that's kind of the cool thing that the um, yeah, the, the College of Valor gets as a, as a reaction. Someone's hitting your buddy upside the head with a club, and you can be like, "Fold that here. Add a die eight to your dodge. armor class." Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> Duck. Stick it. Dodge. Stick and move. Stick and move. That looks like it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, you just. Well, that looks like it's hurt. That's when they use the die to reduce the damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Uh, and I'm just imagining too playing a uh, a bard with a criminal background. You could like go with the the sort of like. Uh, thief guildmaster that like inspires your thieves to be better. So you, like you give them advice on how to do it, and then give them an inspiration to throw for the picking of the pocket or whatever. Wait a minute, or you're thinking about a character thief. class with a criminal background? Oh, yeah. Outrageous! Because oh, <laughs> Morgan doesn't do that. Yeah. You're gonna have to make that character a college of valor, so you can have whip proficiency. Is that the only way you can get whip? Oh, because of the melee. Yeah. 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 Well, there's other ways you can get it. Yeah. I mean, you could take. You can take Weapon Master as a uh, feat and get proficiency in four martial weapons. Why do you have to have the whip? To, ins to help inspire your Thieves Guild members <laughs> to work harder. <laughs> and right, right, right. Literally crack into whip. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, it's not absolutely necessary. Uh, you guess you could use it without proficiency. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about with the spellcasting of the Bard being on par with other spellcasters, so it's like, well, if you took College of Valor, how, much, how does that stack up against uh, Eldritch Knight? And well, College of Valor, you get, you become more fightery, but you still have all the spellcasting ability. Right. While Eldritch Knight, looking at it at third level, you start off as a low level caster, and even at twentieth, you only have a fourth level spell. Yeah, so you're a way better you're, caster. Yeah, you're you're now you are a better fighter because you got all the maneuvers. Yeah, you don't want to challenge him to a duel. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't involve yeah. spells. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't all out involve spells, you know the guy, the Eldritch Knight, is just going to have too much more fighter stuff over you and then heavy armor and all that into it. So basically, if you want to be more of a fightery type caster, you could do the Eldritch Knight if you still wanted to have access to spells, and if you wanted to do more of a a spellcaster that that fights a little bit, you just go with the bard. So I kind of think of like of just using one class rather than sticking multiple ones together. Because yeah, all the bard's got to do is just whittle you down a little bit. Power word kill. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the bard functions <laughs> best when you have a bit of a party going. Whereas like the eldritch knight's going to function better if you're a smaller party. Yeah. You know, like 
if you're in that three to four uh, people party, you might go Eldritch Knight. Um, maybe you want the Bard for like the sort of five to six player party, something like that. Right. Although, I mean, th there are some really nice things with his second level ability. Yeah, the Bard can really help the, out the a healing, small party too. Yeah, well. the, the extra D6 when everybody heals, it's, that's super helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and just the inspiration thing. So, pretty good overall. Uh, Overall, I would say that you know, in in additions past, I I've read through the Bard and you know have never been inspired to actually play one. But you know, look, looking at this this mock-up or you know, looking at the at the rules, it's certainly something I would be interested in playing. Hey, have any guys played a Bard? I've played a second edition Bard. I think I've had a third. Yeah, I've had third edition Bards. I don't think I've ever played a Bard. I think I almost played a Bard. <laughs> well, oh, I would wait, definitely wait. play a Bard I looking think, at this. I think I did uh, did make a second edition Bard. But he never was playing. Was it? Was it a um, the? Uh, what was the kit with the blades? Was yeah. it? Was it called a blade? I don't know. Blade singer, blade master, something like that. Blade blade you had you had a blade character, I think, in uh, one of Dave's campaigns. I had a blade singer in one of Dave's campaigns. No, I think you built the bard with the. Which you think would be a bard thing, but yeah. Except for they make horrible blade singers. It's really <laughs> yeah, tough to get the requirements. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day of third edition, so. Magical secrets. I guess we, we we did we touch on that a little uh, bit, just a little bit, but we might want to touch on it. Yeah, because it, it it's kind of important. They get it at 18th level, they get it at 14th level, and they get it at 10th level, 10th level. which is uh, which is pretty badass because you know basically you know that's what we were saying. The bar can cast spells from any from any uh, caster's list, so they can take six spells that are from any list and just add it to their list. Yeah. Well, and you know, and you're casting it with your your primary stat ability modifier. It's not like you know where the elf has has its racial ability where it gets a cantrip, but it's still casting as a spell wizard, like yeah. it's a wizard. And if you're a fighter, uh, intelligence might be you know like intelligence or charisma, charisma are very likely to be your dump stats. Um, so yeah, they're casting it like very much on their own terms, you know, which is pretty sweet. And then if you're, you know, College of Lure Bard, you actually get two more spells in addition to that, which are bonus spells known. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't count against your known spells. So that's a whopping eight spells from all the casting, caster, uh, all, any list. list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the, the, the interesting thing about that is it does not say at 10th level, pick a list and get two spells. It says pick two spells, you know, from anywhere. So yeah, I guess so you don't I, get stuck with two druid spells. Right. So it's gonna be like, all right, at tenth level, I'm gonna take take this druid spell, and I'm gonna take this wizard spell, and then at fourteenth level, I'm gonna take you know this paladin spell and this ranger spell. So you really can mix from match. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I think I kind of want to play a mountain dwarf. Of, uh, of course, you want to play a dwarf. Oh, everything goes down to a dwarf. It's always going to be a, it's a dwarfocracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, go go College of Lore. And still wear the medium armor. And wear like, my medium, medium armor, armor anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can have my medium armor and wear it too. <laughs> You're just looking over the the College of Valor bar and like, see, I can do this. So I can cast spells all day. You got, it, and you got, got my axe. Yeah, you got, yeah, my, I got axe. my hammer. I got my martial weapons. I got my medium armor. Who needs the College of Valor? Yeah, your skills. Your college sucks. And you know, plus I was thinking like when I when I saw that you can you know any spell you know the spell that actually came to mind are spells like like hex. And uh, Hunter's Mark, 
are friggin' amazing spells because you cast them as bonus actions, they just give you bonus damage. Right. You know, especially if you're playing like against type and you're mm -hmm. playing that kind of a character. And both of them last a long time. Right. You know, I you know, I just thought of Hunter's Mark when, when I thought to bring up Hex, but Hex to me is kind of thematic too. So, you know, there's tons of spells like that. You just sift through. And you can really create a unique part every time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like we're we're saying that uh, College of Valor is like a little suboptimal, but it's like you know if you're making the front and center like bruiser sort of character that also happens to be a bard. Half orc. Yeah, exactly. Well, Half orc. Like, like the leadership, like lead through example kind of bard. Kind right. Of thing, right. Exactly. Well, I mean, they're designed to be this scald type character, right? They're they're designed to be up there in front. They're designed to fight, and they can do it, and they can do it well. Oh, they fight are good, but you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you know, you know, we didn't mention they get ritual casting. Oh, yeah. Can yeah. either talk about that or keep bashing the Val the College of Valor. Uh, I, I like you try Valor. College of Valor. You try. Okay, you try. who likes College of Valor? I I do like it. I it's, play it's it. Decent. Yeah, but uh, but College of Lore just gets way better stuff. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. it kind of pantses the College of Valor. Well, it goes it goes to an extreme level of spellcasting. You can choose yeah. so many spells from other places. Yeah, no eight, one else eight gets spells it, from you know? anywhere. So it's a very unique power in their class. Well, well, no, not eight spells from anywhere because the you know College of Valor gets the six. Yeah, yeah. They choose from. They don't get the two bonus. Right, but your the lore gets the extra two for eight total of eight, which is super handy. Well, also yeah. too, so like. A lot of the bard spells are pretty like subtle manipulation type of stuff. So with with those six spells, you can get some of your like your big so, Evo spells that you might might want as a character. They really do some of that controller sort of stuff. Yeah, and I guess like here's the thing. I get you know, in gameplay, I I guess the extra attack actually does even out mm. because like here's the thing. You get to use that every freaking round yeah. compared to the two extra spells you're gonna get to know. And then it's just based on how many situations. Yeah, I mean, unless you take cantrips, right? You, you know, yeah. well, still let you do two of them a piece. Yeah, well, I'm thinking from the line. My my line of thinking is okay. You have, I, I'm trying to justify the the College of Valor in my mind because although I thematically it feels cool, I'm like, man, another one just seems so much better. Well, I mean, you're looking at okay. Let's let's break it down to a direct comparison. College of Lore. Three three skill proficiencies of choice versus medium armor, shield, and martial weapons. You know, if you're going to be the martial character that's going to take the College of Valor, that's absolutely yes. Give me the give me the better armor. Let me put on a shield. You know, let let me pick up a, a better weapon. I, I, ideal, and and not a bad not a bad trade off unless you've got Mr. Mountain Dwarf happy over here. Um, then you get boned. You know, <laughs> Then There's at, a whole bunch of stuff you already have. <laughs> at, at third third level, um, you know you get a you can use your bardic inspiration to do other stuff. Um, let's see here. Third level, you learn how to use your wit and wit to distract, confuse, and otherwise sap confidence and competence of others. When a creature that you can see within sixty feet makes an attack roll, ability check, or damage roll, you can use your reaction to expend one of your bardic inspiration your mother wears army boots <laughs> and subtract subtract the number from the creep what what the creature rolled um, versus combat inspiration uh, you're inspiring people in battle a creature that has bardic inspiration die from you can roll that die and add the number roll for weapon damage it just made alternatively when attack roll is made against the creature it can use reaction 
die to add a number to its AC. So the combat inspiration, you're giving it to others to you know, make them better in combat versus the cutting words is you're you know, trying to hamper your, your enemy. They, yeah, they kind of do the same thing in so, a different way. The right. only thing different, though, is that with the combat inspiration is the fact that you can actually reduce damage with that one, right? I believe or, so. No, yeah, they can do more combat inspiration. If I give it to you, you, only you can do more better. damage or increase your AC. The cutting words though can reduce damage. Yeah. Yes. Right. Sorry. Yeah, he, that's what he he said. Yeah. So because within sixty feet, it's a attack, an ability check, or damage roll. Right. You can use a reaction to reduce. So you can say, hey, you know, yeah, you're already getting hit. So. So then at sixth level, you're getting either the two bonus spells um, that that can come from anywhere, or, or an extra attack. attack. And you know we've already already looked at that one. And then you've got peerless skill or battle magic. Battle magic under the College of Valor was the one that allows you whenever you cast a spell, you can make a bonus attack. Somebody. Um, peerless skill. Uh, when you make an ability check, you can expend one use of bardic inspiration and get that die added to your roll. So you know, here's here's like you know my my take on it, right? While I feel like the College of Lore feel looks shinier and flashier. I feel like the the College of Valor is actually more useful, like in the sense that you're going to use it over and over again. Yes. You know, yeah. every round you can actually use those benefits more frequency. You're going to use it with more flick. Frequency so it it has it has less flair but more use, whereas the other stuff it looks more impressive. But how often is that going to come up? Because every round in combat you can cast a spell as a bonus action or as a as an action and take a bonus attack or you can take two attacks right where the other stuff is a lot more situational and just gives you more yeah you know, more more options well it's specifically a bard spell so you can't do it with cantrips you can't do a cantrip and then do your bonus action attack so you eventually run out of spells so but it is better. Yeah, you get more. You get a lot of mileage out of that bonus action of attacking. Well, yeah, but like you know, at twentieth level, or you know, if you look, yeah, at, you're not going to run out of spells anytime soon. Well, you're at fourteenth <laughs> level. Is when you get it, and you know, if you look at fourteenth level, I mean, seventeen spells. It's a, okay, yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of spells. That's a lot of it's bonus action. So attack, for seventeen yeah. rounds, you could actually attack and cast a spell. Right, so, and whatever deity your and, character and, you worships know, help sure. you if you have to do more than seventeen rounds. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's like things are pretty dire. Yeah, if you're blasting seventh through, and you know it doesn't actually say it doesn't say that there's a level limit. I mean, so or hey, it just says bard spell as long as it's first level bard spell or up. Well, no, it doesn't say first level. It just says bard spell. Well, don't, don't you know that's the Did, weren't they very specific about cantrip versus spell though? Like I don't a cantrip know. That's is what a cantrip. I'm not sure about hmm. a cantrip is a cantrip, and a, and a everything else is, a, is a spell. Did, uh, kind of feel like. I don't know. That's, why, that's what I was going with was that there was a difference between yeah, the cantrip. I, I and the thought spell. that's been been brought up before with yeah. with the uh, was it the warlock ability or something. Well, you can't do two spells in a round if you do something as a bonus action, but you can do a cantrip. But right. I so, feel like they they do they go pretty far away to differentiate the two kind of. Well, wherever you saw that, that differentiates. Now cantrip is spell. under bard spells, so. Well, that's, what, that's like my go, point. They don't say bard. A cantrip, cantrip is still. And then, 
a cantrip is still a spell. It's just a specific type of spell. Right. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. By the time all we get around, all cantrips are spells, but all, all spells are not cantrips. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So then you can do that. Like a word. Yeah, Unless the rules say something otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Under cantrips. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, someone will probably let us know in the comments. Be like, you morons. Don't you know? Yes. <laughs> Poison <laughs> spray, smack you with the sword. Poison <laughs> spray, smack you with the sword. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. So, yeah. So, I guess, yeah, it does even out. I like the feel. I'll still probably make a mountain dwarf uh, knowledge. Lore. Lore. You'd be like, I'm <laughs> a scald without a... Well, yeah, that's the other thing about just bars in general, right? So depending on what race you pick too, a lot of the races give you, you know, give you another either tool or or, uh, or skill. skill. Yeah, you like know, elves, elves get perception. In, yeah. Elves perception, orcs intimidate. Mm -hmm. um, half elves just two skills. Just half elves just get two. Human variant just gets one. Yeah. Um, so it's I think it's everybody but the dragonborn, the halfling, and the forest gnome. Yeah. <laughs> But the halflings are badass. So. And the, the dragonborn you're getting pluses to charisma. So. All right, well, but, but and, and you're getting a bump to charisma too. Well, actually, a dragonborn uh, college of valor, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and halflings get a bump to charisma as well and dex. So, based on the wording here, a cantrip is a spell that can be cast at will. There you go. So, so a spell. Dun, 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 mystery solved. Well, there, well, there you can do it all day. All day. Ted just wanted to get to jump on, jump on the viewers. <laughs> like, no, you're not telling us we were wrong. One more time, damn it. Well, we got to I mean, get something right sometime. <laughs> it's not that. It's just, you know, you've got the, you know, the interesting dynamic of all of us here. You know, the conversation can, can happen without the, okay, wait, I'm just going to sit here and look this up so that I know what Everybody I'm talking Everybody stop about. talking. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> Moment we, of silence. That's great. That's great entertaining television. Yeah. In fact, you, YouTube. Uh, looking through books. Not, you know, and and you know, conversation still went on, and I got to you know, look well, at the planet. So, and better College of Valor, you can do a cantrip because it counts as a spell, and, and smack bonus me. attack. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. So, what are the what are the ideal races for Bard? We got Dragonborn with a bonus to Charisma. Yeah, half, half Elf is like the ultimate Bard. The Lightfoot Halfling. Lightfoot Halfling. Yeah. Human. Human. Yeah. Typhling. Yeah, absolutely. College Lore Mountain Dwarf. <laughs> that's well, that's against type, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll call that against type, sort of. Well, I mean, if you want to be kind of a little bit of a fighting, yeah. you've got all the. Well, according all to the Dave, goodness. Mountain Dwarf is the perfect race, so it's the perfect for everything. It's perfect for yeah. everything. Dwarves are just better. It's not their fault. Yeah, they just do everything better. <laughs> Dwarves do it better. Yeah. Maybe um, I'm gonna right. make make the Hitler dwarf character. <laughs> I don't know how you do that with a dwarving beard, the Hitler mustache though. <laughs> That'd be kind of weird. Maybe you braid it up. Yeah. <laughs> this is of no concern. Or it could be to you. where he's got a white beard. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. But anyway. Wait. So gnomes. Well, gnomes get the bonus to intelligence, and then the the ones wisdom and ones con, right? Tinker and the, uh, the no far. Dex and con. Dex Dex and con. Yeah, they're they're not really a good. Uh, they're they're a little choice. suboptimal. Yeah. That. So I think you know human half elf, Lightfoot. Um. Typhling, we said. Typhling, Drow. Dragonborn. Drow, yeah. Did Drow get charisma? Drow yeah. get charisma. Drow do get charisma. Plus one, yeah. Um, and there are and, there and, others to death. I don't even know if people can see people see Ted ripping through his pages on uh, in his book. I don't recommend that for you guys at home with the 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons uh, books because yeah, go a they're not bound very well. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, and the plus side with the Drow Bard. 
um, is since it's not actually like for your inspiration ability, it's not like you're like doing anything in sun, appearing in the sunlight or whatever. You're just like handing an ability off to somebody. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just gonna hide over here. Maybe I'll remake my drow pimp character. <laughs> yeah, who's he must live again. Yeah, he was a drow bard, kind of modeled after Prince. Um, so the performer Prince. You know. Yeah. Oh, you have barded it up. I have barded it up. Yeah. I don't know. This that was a four E. Yeah. This edition actually makes me want to play all the classes. To be honest with you, mm. every yeah, time, I... every time we do another video about a race or class, I was like, I want to be that. Yeah. <laughs> well, except for no, I want to be that class, but a dwarf. But about a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can see that as a dwarf. Yeah, I can definitely see that as a dwarf. dwarf. I can see that elf as a mountain dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the challenge. We have to find the class. That Dave doesn't want to play the dwarf as. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't think it is either. <laughs> I, I have them. Yeah, I've, uh, I haven't found any character class that I've been like, ah, oh, you know, I just won't ever play that. I think all of them have their merit, and like you can kind of think, start thinking up different ways of using them, and uh, be excited about it because there's definitely in second edition, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm never ever play that. Never ever. <laughs> well, I mean, in, in second edition, I mean, there was a lot of things that were more thematic. Whereas, you know, here, there's essentially in-game incentives that make it's like, oh, that sounds cool, or that looks really interesting, let me play that. So, yeah, I just kind of look through the classes and go, what doesn't what doesn't work as a mountain dwarf? And then, like, then, then that's the one I don't want to play, but they all work. They all benefit from medium armor. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just can't be a sneaky rogue. <laughs> druid. Well, if th this druid sect is okay with metal armor, <laughs> is you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got scale mail, they're all about it. Yeah, but take then you just have to go uh, the terrain. pickle route. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you still get to use your axes and hammers. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, the axes, it's crescent. Here's the thing: Are you expressly? This is so off topic, but are you expressly um, yes. barred from using metal armor as a druid? Yeah. 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 You're, you're barred. You become a bard, and that brought us back. Right <laughs> back to bard. <laughs> See, not off topic at uh, all. Nope. Nope. Very true. So have we? Uh, have we? You know, spoken it out. Have we? Strum the last chord of Bard. I think the the final note has been struck on this one. Yeah, but, uh, I, th I think yeah. so. Unless you want to talk about backgrounds on Bards, Bard backgrounds. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, entertainer well, works. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, want another, in case you need this, yeah, more instrument proficiencies. Yeah. I don't know, criminal and charlatan, I like as well. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of decent yeah. for that. And obviously, soldier, if you're going to go valor. So many good stuff. Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> we we barred it up. Yeah, that's right. We're not gonna have an encore, if you will. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so yeah, you can find us on nerdarchy.com. Hang out with us on Facebook and other social media. Basically, if if you're on a thing, chances are we're on that thing too as Nerdarchy. So. <laughs> and if we're not on that thing, thing right. and you want us to be on that thing, let, let us know. know. Let us yeah. know. Yeah. So, so with that, until next time, my friends, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy.